sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Richard Dugan, producer of every show on AM 1290. How are you doing? I'm doing great, having a fantastic time. Uh, You know, I, I now. I'm uh, co-hosting two new programs. One of them is called uh, Skyview on Mondays at 9 a.m. And then, of course, with Sam Edelman from the Santa Barbara Farmers Markets uh, on Thursdays with Farm to Table. And I have to tell you, the 9 o'clock program, I know it's coming. And somehow it still surprises me. (laughs) But I'm having a great time, kids. Okay, well, everybody who's listening right now, they've landed on Teen Sports Radio. That's coming right. up on our 11th year. Looking forward to producing our annual show. Unbelievable. Which we have a lot of time uh, before that. I've got about another month, right? Uh-huh. And then um, I know I'm really excited. This show's a community hour and what we've done since day one because of the love and support of Richard Dugan and the and uh, Les Carroll, of course, is that we've given back. We've donated the 44 minutes that I've owned since day one. We've just given it right back to the community to support all those businesses and nonprofits that have supported those teen athletes. And um, I look around the room that we have here today and I'm, I feel, I just feel so humbled and so blessed because we, Santa Barbara is a community and I can't imagine what it was, would be like living in other parts of the country. I mean, we've had our struggles, we've had our ups and downs, we definitely have had our disasters, but as a community, we we are fighters, and and we bring it every single time. And when something needs to get done, like this cat scratching my foot, it gets done. What <laughs> <laughs> to say? Um, I want to I want to give some love. What we try to do is start the show every week with um, thankful, being thankful. And I've got to do uh, a shout out to and Richard. You know this guy. Uh, Mike Ruiz really helped me out. I could not get my car smogged. I had some service done to it. Then, it, you know, because of all the electronics and everything, I had to reset, reset, reset. And, oh, God, I was I was right on the, the, the wall of uh, getting it, uh, getting my tags and stuff. So, anyway, he got that done. And then, all of a sudden, of course, the brake light goes on. You know what I mean? I go, what does that mean? And that means a lot of money in my car. So, anyway, he took such good care of me. So, Mike Ruiz, Maurice Otto, and I uh, just found out uh, that his wife, Beth, is a big listener. So, Beth Ruiz, we love you. Thank you for your support. And one thing I got to say, and we, we've talked about this in, in a few shows, Mike is one of the few businesses here in town. We talk about vocation, vocation, vocation. He's taken on this kid's name is Tyler, and he actually worked on my car. And uh, I am so impressed by this youngster, and he's teaching him the rope, showing him the business. And what's really nice about it is Tyler sits, takes me on the side and he says, I am so thankful for having this opportunity. I mean, I was so impressed by that. So he gets it. Um, so I really want to reach out to the community. If anybody has a small business like that, that they think they can share. That we have so many of our kids, especially right now, that need this work experience. And Ed, you could speak to that the best uh, because you've had your own business like that. You always pitch it. Yeah, it's it is. It's so important for anybody that's even in junior high school. You need to decide what you want to do for a living because you have this golden opportunity when you're in school. And when you get older, you'll understand this, that it's a free education. When you get older, you realize you have to pay for your education. You have to buy your books. You have to convince someone to to teach you a trade or or whatever it is that you want to learn. And when you're in 
in school, it's there for the taking. There's teachers there that want to teach you these things. So if you know the vocation you're going to get into, and especially if you can find a small business that will take you in and mentor you, even as an intern, even if you don't get paid, you learn the trade. And believe me, when you get out of school and you get that job, it will pay for itself. That that uh, internship will be well worth its while. So I, look, yeah, I, I would encourage. A, I look at a lot of our athletes, our teen athletes. I mean, they've got a lot of energy. Okay. So putting them behind a desk necessarily for a lot of, uh, not a big percentage, but even if say a third. I mean, these kids need to constantly keep moving, 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 moving. And again, I really uh, would love if anybody thought about it, please really consider it because we need you right now. If you have a small business and you want to take on uh, a kid, just uh, send me an email, email uh, queenofteensb at gmail.com, and I'm really good at connecting things. And so, Erica, my son is uh, working for the house on the corner picking up dog droppings. So I'm hoping that that's really going to help him learn what he wants to be when he gets. Yeah. <laughs> he gets so it's teaching him responsibility and how to make that all happen as easily as possible. Well, and he's, But he's 14 and it's teaching him responsibility because he has to check in and he's an athlete. So we're so proud of him because. It is teaching him responsibility and it's spring break right now. And he had to arrange his schedule around fun things to working. And for a 14 year old, that's huge. So I am a big, strong, I really feel strongly about junior high kids going and either working, you know, as an intern in a business or even just finding a neighbor that they can help out because it does teach them responsibility. Yeah. That'd be great. Even in salons today, Don Sanders, you know, there's a lot behind doing what you do that people don't realize. There's a lot of cleanup that needs to be done, Uh, laundry that needs to be done. There's so many things that need to be done if you wanted to get into what your profession has been about for over 20 years now. Massage. You know, just to get just to get the feel of it, you know, the mindset of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, my active athlete son uh, takes that uh, movement stuff out on walking dogs for his uh, job. He, he oh, walks, I love it! Yeah, he he walks dogs for some people, and um, that's how he's that's how that's how he, you know he rides his bike over there and and runs with the dogs and and makes a little money at the same time. Beautiful, nice. All right, do you have a shout out? We need some shout outs here because we this is a love session before, and then just a real quick that we have a great guest coming up. Kirsten Stewart with Teddy Bear. We're going to get to her after these messages. But uh, Christine, what what do you got? Um, well, I really want to thank um, all the frontline workers. Really, uh, the little market I go to, um, well, at the bargain market grocery outlet, right? The people who work at the at the cash register are really friendly. They're mostly young people, and they're really. They really try to stay super positive, and I'm really grateful for that because this is still going on and on and on, and I know we're all getting a little bit tired. I know I'm getting a little bit tired um, of, of, of shutdowns and whatnot, so I really appreciate those people on the front lines who really are, you know, helping us all. Yeah. Mount Sage Healing, Richard Ellsworth, what do you say? I am just grateful for so many people. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I can't, I mean, the people on this show that are, that are like family and 
make life just so incredible every single day to the the people that I that I work with to my family back home. <clears throat> my sister just sent me a, a card in in Braille with with no print on it that I had to you know read and translate, and that that was that was so much fun. Um, so it, it's really great to just feel so so supported by everyone with everything I do and everything in life just keeps getting better and, and expanding day by day. And as long as we focus on that idea of expansion, we're, we're all soaring. Yeah. I, I really do feel this last weekend uh, that just passed. I, we, we've been around driving around and everything I, you could, it's, it's, I feel the awakening. I don't know if it was because of uh, the time change uh, that recently, that, t- that just took place recently, but I really, I really feel it now. I'm excited. Dominique, you're, before we go to break, what do you say? Uh, quick thank you. Uh, gosh, so many people. Something good organics. I'm really grateful for all of the vegetables that we've continued to get. I'm really grateful to our farmers. And uh, it, it's just amazing. Santa Barbara is just a beautiful place to live in. Yeah, well, we, have, we have our beds in and Dominique's making dirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be growing vegetables out front shortly. That's oh, it. and a quick thank you to uh, Philip for the great crepes on Sunday. Yes. Phil Ludlow, was it? Was yes. Last name? <laughs> Philip Ludlow. I'm not good at the last names. Just... <laughs> and, and we'll lead into that because our next guest is because of Philip. And I'm going to let you know how that took place right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. All right, Kirsten Stewart, Teddy Bear Foundation. Funny thing is, we know each other. You couldn't figure out how. We, the universe throws us together in a really close friend's living room having crepes. I'm going to let you take over, and I love your son, Nico. All right. This is all how this took place. And this is why you are here today outside of supporting a beautiful foundation, which I really, really love and support. And the name always pops up. I mean, it's got I think because it was was it birthed in Santa Barbara. Talk about this is Kirsten Stewart. Now we want to know about how you got involved with the organization and the mission statement of the organization and how it started. Gosh, I I. I could do 90 minutes on this. Um, you have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation was founded in 2002. So we are in our 19th year. And I came to work here because I have a special needs son who had a very traumatic first eight years of his life in and out of hospitals. And at the time I lived in Santa Barbara, I'm sorry, in Pasadena. We moved to Santa Barbara because I pretty much sold everything to pay for my son's medical bills and uh, everything that came up. We came here with nothing. And I opened the independent and I read something about Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation and what their mission statement was. And I thought to myself, I wish I had had something like that, some sort of support system like that back in Pasadena. And I'm going to work for them one day. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'm just, I just am. A couple of years later, a job opening came and I just was like, 
I guess I'm going to work for them. I showed up for the interview and I was like, I'm, I'm kind of going to work for you guys. I just have always known this and you're, you're going to hire me and I'm going to start like next week. Okay. And they were like, okay, <laughs> that's how I got here. But the, the mission is very, very important to me and very personal. We provide financial educational and emotional support for families of children with cancer. Mm -hmm. I think people don't realize that if you have a child with cancer, one or sometimes both of the parents need to stop working or at least significantly reduce their hours. Mm -hmm. And for low to moderate income people, that could mean you're about to lose your apartment. You could lose everything with a sick child. And Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation exists to make sure that that does not ever happen. Nobody should ever have to make the choice between going to work and being with their child. We will make sure that you are with your child. We will pay your rent. We'll pay your utilities. We'll make sure that your car is fixed so you can get back and forth to treatment. Not everybody can get treated at Cottage here or, you know, local Ventura. Some people have to be treated at Stanford, UCLA, City of Hope, some at Boston, depending on the type of cancer. We will make sure you don't lose your job, you don't lose your house, you keep your car running. And that is everything that needs to happen in those initial four to six months after diagnosis when your world just got shattered. Once that happens, you get back on track, you get signed up for Medi-Cal, your social worker works with you, then you have some stability. We come in again, we offer emotional support. I love that, the emotional it's, support. It's so yeah. important. It's, it's vitally important to have emotional support and somebody to speak with. We meet at, um, in all three counties. They meet at the hosp beautiful hospice center here. We meet in Ventura County. Teens, adults, um, parents with children, we offer childcare for anybody who wants it, as long as they want it. We have kids who have been going to our support groups for 17 years who have been through the entire journey and now they're mentors to new families and new teens who can ask them, what was it like? Who was your nurse? All of these questions that you just have, just you have to only, you can only speak to, you can only tell your story to these people who've been through it. I can be as sympathetic as possible, but I've never been through that story. It's not the same. Um, then, in addition, when the child is ready to go back to school, because quite often they will be out of school for two years. Wow. Um, when you're ready to go back to school, we have a neuropsychologist who comes in, does a full panel of where are the child's academic strengths and weaknesses. We'll write the full report get them back into the system so the teachers know what are your strengths, what are their weaknesses. For a lot of children, particularly those who have had brain cancer or lots of chemo and radiation, they're not the same person. Their brain does not work the same after chemotherapy. We identify those areas. We help them with the IEP, and then we'll provide $1,000 worth of tutoring to get them back on track, um, all while also providing the emotional support to them. So it's, it's just, it's so much more than people really think that we do. And it's such wonderful work. And it's such an honor to be the people who are helping 
often people ask, oh gosh, isn't what you do so sad? And I said, no, we're the helpers. We're the ones who are in a sad situation, but we can offer the support and that feels good. Yeah, you're, um, the, you're the hope. You're the hope, the love, the, hope. the light. We, yeah. yeah, we can't cure cancer, and but um, but we can provide just a little light. In the beginning, the light is totally small. It's just this little nugget that they can hold on to. And as the relationship continues and their cancer journey continues, we can get brighter and brighter. And, you know, we give them... Um, holiday presents right now. Our office is filled with Easter baskets because this weekend we will be providing 190 Easter baskets to 60 families. And it's not just the children with cancer. It's every child who lives in that house. If there's cousins, multiple siblings, everybody gets the Easter basket. And that's true for Christmas and Valentine's Day and all of the other holidays as well. No, you know what I hear through the whole thing, the whole theme of what you're saying, it means a lot to a lot of people that are residents, old time families, generational families, families that have been in Santa Barbara for a hundred years. As our, our resident historian, you're saying the one thing, the theme is local. Local. Right? Yeah, we are local. only a local. We are helping the local, the, our, our Santa Barbarians. I mean, the, the county, the Santa Barbara County. But it's not just Santa Barbara County, it's Ventura County, Santa Barbara County, and San Luis Obispo County. So it's just this little piece of the Central Coast. Mm -hmm. And it's so wonderful to see. We were talking about the small businesses. Even during COVID, even when our restaurants were closed down, like Olio y Limone, they've been supporting us for years. They still gave our families gift cards. To help them, even though their business was completely closed down and they had not been making a profit for months, they still supported us. Well, we, we love so you. Say the, say the restaurant again. Olio y Limone, right Who's on Victoria. Located? The owners are Elaine and Alberto Morello, and they are fantastic. And they've supported us for 10, well, as long as Olio has been there. They've supported wow. us. And they're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. There are so many local small businesses that helped us through the pandemic. And we thought for sure that it was gonna be a rough year. And I mean, it was a rough year, it was a terrible year, but the small businesses continue to help us. We gave out more Christmas presents last year than we ever have because everybody, it resonated to think about a child who is fighting cancer during this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. You think you have it bad and then there's children. children. I mean, can you imagine being the mother of a child with cancer in chemotherapy, which knocks out your immune system? The doctors say, now go home and don't let them get sick. You know, stay home. You have to um, sanitize everything. And, And like processing that your child has a zero immune system during a global pandemic. Like, where do you even start with that? Yeah. You know, and Teddy Bear can't help with that. But you know what we can do? A couple of the families called us at, right in the beginning and said, the doctor just told us that we have to sanitize our house. And I just went over to the grocery store and there is no Lysol wipes. There's no bleach. There's nothing. So our staff, we came into the office. We pulled out up, up our sinks. We got all the bleach that was here in our office and we sent it to them. We put something out on Facebook like, hey, does anybody have any extras? We have these families we were bombarded with cleaning oh. products because 
People don't know what to do in situations like this. Nobody knew how to handle this pandemic, but the idea of a child with no immune system during a pandemic in a house that they don't, they don't, they're out of cleaning products. We, we were distributing cleaning products right and left. That's not our mission, but that's who we are. It's who, like, how can we help? You know, our mission is not to support people with cleaning products, but <laughs> it's to support people in whatever way they need us. Yes. It's so important. And when you're in crisis, sometimes the, thing that the things that you think you're going to need when you're in crisis are not what you actually end up needing. You end up needing Lysol wipes when you didn't expect <laughs> it. You know, you end up needing like, oh, God, I'm driving back and forth to City of Hope, which is two hours away. I don't have enough money for gas for that. I need gas. I would have never thought I need gas, but we need gas. Boom. Call us. We've got gas cards for you. So how can people reach you to help out? We want to, we want to do that. We want to get your contact information now. And then when we come back, we're going to give you a little bit more time because you've totally encapsulated the whole community here in our room. So, and I know you have an event coming up. So before we get to any of that, let's take a break. Sure. Get more time this next section. Okay. This is Erica Salda, the queen of teen. We'll be back with Kirsten after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Just joined us. We've, we're so blessed. We have Kirsten Stewart in the house of the Teddy Bear Foundation. She just did a, a I, I mean, my eyes were watering. It was, I knew what the Teddy Bear Foundation did, but I also Teddy know Bear Cancer, Cancer Foundation. Foundation. I, already, I already knew because I've been, uh, I have participated in a few of the functions, but it's true. A lot of people really don't know how wide you go. All right. So what I want to do is I know you have an event coming up and I want to give you a chance to uh, if we need to, if people out there were listening and were really as attached to this story as I've been, how we can get a hold of you. So whatever, whatever we could do to support you, Kirsten. Yeah, well, I always like to send people to our website, which has everything that that you need to know about us. And that's teddybearcancerfoundation.org. And on our website at uh if you do teddybearcancerfoundation.org slash events or just go to the events section, you'll see that we have an event this oh, next Thursday, a week from today. And it is a virtual event. It's our very first virtual event. We tried, <laughs> we tried not to have to do a virtual. Oh, Angela is holding up our, our save the date card. Angela, you're muted. <laughs> muted. She, <laughs> She's, she She's the comedy. <laughs> uh, unmute, Angela, unmute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god was that so funny I had <laughs> time <laughs> little heroes and it's uh april 1st at 7 p.m and the the reason so for us in the nonprofit world and we all know that the challenges of covid but 
we really did go on lockdown. Like nonprofits just stopped making money. And it was, it was hard because most of we have events. We have these events to get, you know, let people know what we're doing. And so, you know, we always keep track of what each other is doing. And I am so excited for them that they're doing this um, online virtual event. But the great thing is, is that Jake Olson is going to be their keynote speaker. And Jake Olson is a USC football player and a childhood cancer survivor. And he's amazing. And so I'm so excited to be able to, to be a part of that. And I think you should just go on and register. And I believe if I'm not, if I'm correct, you might correct me, Kristen, but it, you can register for free. Yeah, it's a totally it. free event. Yeah, so I just want to make sure. Like, and it's free. Yeah, like, no, oh. it's, it's a free event. It's one of those events that, yes, it is a fundraiser, but it's also a, um, friend raiser i like to say where it's if you don't know that much about teddy bear cancer foundation i really think that you should just come um low pressure click in watch the event listen to this amazing keynote speaker and then learn about what the services we offer and um you know, we would love for you to make a, make a donation. It would be very helpful for us. But if you can't, if you're not in a position, we understand it's 2021 and things are different. But just just find out what we do. I would love to just do another little shout out for Jake Olson. If you ever in your life feel like you can't do something because, I don't know, you have had a breakout or, you know, oh, I'm just not feeling well. Watch this guy. He, he's the first completely blind person to play division one college football. That's to me, that just is impossible. He said, no, he went blind at 12 and he, his dream was to be with USC. And he made that dream happen. And the coaches understood this dream and they figured out a way to make that happen. He is so persistent, such a good speaker. And I think every teen athlete should be watching his story, listening to his story of resilience. I mean, real resilience. And it, it's just amazing. And I'm so excited that we could bring him in. And I think we, we could bring him in because the world is virtual right now. We didn't have to fly him in, you know. Well, and it's, you know, it's exciting for the crossover for us at Braille. And exactly. we, we are promoting your event um, with our students and for everyone to, to, to check into this because it is important. And being blind is something that I have learned so much about with our students and how during this time of COVID and they're all locked in and they can't, you know, plus they're blind. It's, it's just a challenging time for them. And to be able to hear someone like Jake Olson speak and share his story, I think is gonna be so inspiring for student athletes, but also for uh, people with low vision and that are blind. So I'm excited about it. And I think that um, everyone should participate. And thank you, Kirsten, for all that you do, because it is a big job. And it's, um, I grew up in Santa Barbara. And so Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation is one of the philanthropies that I support. And so I hope that all the rest of you, if you are able to support it, that you would support it too, because it's a very important organization in our community. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. Very nice. 
Hey, let's take a little break. Chris, uh, Kirsten, stick around. And then after these messages, we're going to get to Richard Ellsworth and Mountain Sage Healing after these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. All right, Richard Ellsworth, Mountain Sage Healing. I know you've got to add, uh, well, you've got things that you wanted to share, but you also wanted to share with uh, Kirsten because I, I could feel your energy. But, you know, it's got to be about her right now, Richard. Now you have your whole little section for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, after after all of this talk, it seems like a like a good time to talk a little bit about about cancer, and and um, it's always a, a, a great topic. I mean, it not it's it's not a good thing, obviously, but it's it's a great thing to talk about because there are, there are so many natural healing modalities that that can apply to it, and it really comes with with understanding about how how cancer actually works. And cancer is caused by anything that's a shock to our cells. So we all have cancer cells in us all the time, and they're kept below a level where they proliferate and express themselves by the fighter cells in our body. And the thing that can turn those fighter cells off to allow cancer to proliferate all comes back to our immune system. Cancer is, is at first autoimmune in its initiating phase. So that means that we always have to be taking very good care of our immune systems. And one of the best ways to do that is through diet. Um, and focusing on, on those foods that can upregulate our immune system. And that has to do with our, a lot, with our root vegetables, butyric acid, um, things like that that can help to upregulate those fighter cells. And the other thing is avoiding inflammatory foods. And, and those types of things will really throw us off. And those are our glutens, dairies, and processed sugars. And I'm always talking about that, that trifecta. If there's anything to avoid in life, it's always going to be your gluten, dairy, and processed sugars. And when it comes to something like, like cancer, we really have to use our, our brains and, and, and think a little bit. Because when we have something like, like chemo or radiation, I never tell anybody not to do that because um, it, it is something that has a, an important effect. But at the same time, we need to protect ourselves from what that is doing to us. And we need to really establish a strong constitution. So the studies have shown um, specifically in the last few years that fasting before going in for chemo and radiation is really critical. And the reason for this is because when we fast, our body goes into a protective mode and our cells will protect themselves. They build up this bilayer around themselves that protects them from the chemo and radiation. So you go in and your, your body is already in a fight mode and you're being bombarded with chemo and radiation and your cells have this barrier around themselves now that is going to deflect more of that than if you had not fasted previously. Mm. Um, so, so this is, is one important thing to think about, but also one of the things that, that doctors will, will often recommend um, because, you know, chemo and radiation, they have this effect where you actually don't want to eat. So what they'll do is they'll, they'll tell you to have something like uh, Ensure or I don't know, like, like Pedialyte, I forget the names of them, Boost, but those, those drinks that are, that are nutritional energy drinks and have, have a lot of nutrition in them. But the problem with these is that they're also loaded with sugar. And that's like throwing gasoline on a fire. Sugar is something that cancer cells absolutely love because it creates acid and cancer cells survive in an acidic environment. So what we need to think about, okay, well, how can we make ourselves alkaline? 
So one of the best methods is is by drinking juices and, and vegetable juices. And these are things that can really replace those those uh, energy drinks like Ensure and Boost um, and really have an ameliorating effect on the system. Um, uh, Christine, you have a question. I do. I'm wondering. For Kirsten, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm wondering. I, I love what you're saying. And, you know, uh, conversations like this when when kids are when their whole families are in the middle of chemo, this is not the conversation that they're having with their doctors. And I'm wondering, and even after the fact, I'm wondering, would you ever be willing to speak to at some of our support groups and just You'll have to contact Angela Miller Bevan. Okay. (laughs) She's his boss. If you want this rail connection, okay. With Teddy bear. It's all about Angela right now. I just I can see that this information is so important for our families like at a support maybe we can have one that's just talking about health and you know so you've already they've already gone through chemotherapy we don't want to make them feel badly like oh god I've destroyed my body like like what do we what do we do from here forward how do i continue to keep my body healthy so i don't have a relapse or or at least do everything that i can to ensure that i've done everything to prevent the relapse i would love to have an opportunity for our our families to have this conversation about diet and you know inflammation and I, I just don't think that that's always, that's not top of mind when you're in treatment, but it's something that can be top of mind when you come out the other end to keep yourself healthy. Because now if they weren't thinking about health before cancer, they certainly are for the rest of their life. And I could see a really nice collaboration with, you know, that let's, let's have cancer and now let's talk about health. Let's... It's partner. This is what I love about Santa Barbara too. It's like, I can partner with you and I can partner with you and we can all make each other better. Absolutely. I I love talking about things like this. So um, yeah, Angela can provide you with a form to loan me out. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have to check with his parents that he has two. I got an email from him him at 140 this morning and and we have to talk about that later. It's called Young, Y-O-U-N-G, you know? That's sleepy night-night time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've not been getting Sleep is important for everybody. (laughs) Richard, I got a question. You mentioned gluten, and uh, I've been reading that uh, it's a good possibility that what some people have been reading is a gluten allergy could be caused by the fact that Roundup is used as a finisher on a lot of crops and that a lot of people are having a bad reaction to that. And historically, you know, that product was used as a, uh, as a, you know, a war agent, you know, a, a chemical weapon that was, they found a civilian use for it. So is there a way that you can build up your, you know, is there a way you can, that they can tell whether you've got a legit gluten allergy or whether you might be having an allergic reaction to something that they say almost all of us would be tested positive in our urine for that substance now it's it's uh, ubiquitous so is there a way to discern there there is and and you can certainly um test for that but doctors and um the labs that we have will not test for that at that level um so for me i had to figure out what was causing it by uh by happenstance, I, I went on a trip to Ireland 
and I was able to eat gluten without any reaction over there. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're not spraying pesticides, but also we have a huge history of genetically modifying our crops here. Um, so that, that, that's also a problem. And the soils, there have been a lot of contaminants that have ended up in our soils. So even, even though sometimes people are, are growing, you know, great organic crops that have, that have not been modified, they're picking up stuff from the soil. So I have never had a gluten source, even a clean one here in the States that has not affected me. But then all of a sudden I go to Europe and I'm totally fine. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the, one of the best tests you can, you can do for that on your own. But um, the labs here will, will not test at the level to figure out exactly what it is about that gluten that you're eating that's that's causing the problem. Well, it's a liability chain. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, mm. it's not gonna well, happen. yeah, that too. Yeah, plus Roundup is linked to cancer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. Good chatter, everybody. Let's take a little break. We got a new music. We've got new commercials. Stay tuned for more after these messages. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, we have the Queen of Happy right next to me. <laughs> Very blessed. She's got her beds in, got four huge platter boxes. Gardening. Gardening. We've got a lot of teen athletes out there. We got a lot of kids out there. They need to get in the dirt. It's good for you. So I, I want to tell the teens, I've learned something in gardening this last year that I've never done my whole life long and which will help you decide to become a gardener. It's called the no dig garden. So the idea is that out in nature, nature's not digging up her fields, right? So all you do is you grab a small shovel, make a hole big enough to put a plant in, get it going, and don't worry about tilling the soil. You just want to nurture it with some coffee grinds or you know, compost some of the vegetables that you're eating every day. And then what you'll have is this beautiful ground. You'll keep planting and replanting, but you never dig it up. And so it makes gardening so much easier. You just feed the soil. And oh, keep nice. building it up. And it makes gardening really easy. So look up No Dig Methods on YouTube. Get my tomatoes, right? Yes. Good. Got to have my tomatoes. <laughs> Got to have enough tomatoes for the whole team. Okay. How's that? Christine, you're in. <laughs> I'm so okay. Just adding you in. Do we have a card for today? We love cards. Yeah. I'm going to pick a card right now. I'm going to go into the middle of the deck. Actually, this one's Christine calling. Marie is our tarot reader. We oh. A view from the deck. A view from the deck. She's been doing it for so, five years. How do I say? There you go. For many years. The, actually, this is a beautiful card. Um, it's the um, the Princess of Pentacles. Pentacles, And what this card says to me, it's like, um, uh, is get thee into nature. 
Um, there are certain things that only the earth can teach us when we have our bare feet on the bare earth. Um, and you can't read about it. You can't, you, no one can tell you about it. There's nothing, there's nothing but you and your connection to Mama Gaia or Pachamama or however you want to put it. Um, and also as a, you know, pentacles are about the material world. And there's, you know, there really is, we are human beings. We are the earth, the human beings of the earth. We are that part of the earth that walks and talks and communicates and does all of these things and so in order to really connect in with her we have to connect in with nature and she, she so this is really an important card about you know just just getting our bare feet on the bare earth and connecting in and and learning from that modality yeah i love it Ed, do you have a ed langlo do you have a garden you never talk about gardening we did like last year. Uh, I haven't had a lot of luck up here. We did some raised bed stuff last year, and 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 nice. it was the the better choice because the the ground up here is very loamy, sandy, and yeah. things dry out quickly. Okay, I, I'm just hoping that all this is, is going to inspire you. Yes, when you yeah. when I'm going to start posting pictures of my tomatoes, you are going to go, "Wow, right. I got to get some tomatoes in the ground." We have a garden. We have a garden at Braille. And awesome. Like, fortunately, we have a gardener that helps take care of the garden at Braille. So <laughs> survive. Yeah, but you are the director of it, so you see the value. Out the vegetables that went in the garden, so I was kind of involved. All right. Don Sanders did something last week, and I was just got a lot of compliments about it, Don. So what are you going to do for us this week to close the show? All right. So my takeaways from the show today, uh, positives of this pandemic is opening up more hope finding helpers and giving support. And so I wanna offer a piece of the big picture or a little bit of long view here. First, a little gratitude. I put together this Zoom call with a couple of guys. Erica mentioned people that are athletic and can't sit at desks and can't sit still, and I'm one of those. And I put together a Zoom call with two guys that I that met them in the college era. They both started as workout partners and we put together this Zoom call. They were really appreciative. And I said that, you know, uh, I don't have re uh, blood brothers, but these guys are probably the two closest thing to brothers I've got and, and that we've kept this friendship alive. And then come to find out, um, one of those buddies has been in cardiac arrest nine times and lived to tell about it. And then my other friend who's been a career firefighter said, I want to tell you to the other guy, the percentages of walking away from one time in cardiac arrest are, are slim to none and ever being the same again if you do survive. And he's survived it nine times. And then the firefighter has survived stage four throat cancer. Wow. And so, so it's just incredible that we are all sitting there and could even, even be, you know, together. And so I read something that it, I'm not a stats guy, but it takes like 4,400 ancestors to uh, make it possible for us to exist right now. So I thought of this Sweet Honey in the Rock song that's called We Are, and I'll see if I can get through this without getting choked up, but uh, it goes a little something like this. When each child is born, a morning star rises and sings to the universe who we are. When each child is born, a morning star rises and sings to the universe who we are. We are a grandmother's prayer. We are a grandfather's dreaming. We are 
the breath of the ancestors. We are the spirit of life. There, I made through. I got it through without without choking up. Oh, I love that, Don. Here's uh, our eyes. <laughs> it's really cute. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a duet now. I want I want the shows to be closed <laughs> with you and Ed because I can hear. I have the audible, okay? And I think between you and Ed together as a duet, okay? <laughs> it's gonna be good balance. If Dominique wants to get in there. Maybe our little Christine Marie. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Together. Two verses together, you guys get to practice it up. We're going to do a song. I'll have, have the lyrics in front of me. That's it. I, I like it. And maybe I could shake the, uh, what is that, tambourine. <laughs> so, that anyway. was beautiful. Hey, we've got a minute. Um, Kirsten, say your uh, Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation.org. Yes, that's right. Teddy Bear Cancer Foundation.org. Our event is Thursday. Please tune in, it's free. Great. And just go on to teddybearcancerfoundation.org and you can yep. register right there and catch it. And what time does that start? It starts at 7 p.m. And our MC, for those of you who ever lived in L.A. in the 90s or early aughts, our MC is Brian from the Mark and Brian Morning Show on oh, KLOS. Yeah. If anybody's been in L.A., you know exactly who that is. Um, that's going to be super fun. But just Great. come or you don't have to go anywhere. Stay at home. Click <laughs> in. Watch the show. It'll be really inspiring and fun. Oh, beautiful. Kirsten, what is the date of that Thursday? That is April 1st. April, April 1st. Right. Yeah. Nice. Angela Miller, give us a, a real quick hearts. Give me the, the, the braille. Braille. Um, braille. We're so excited because we just reinstated our big fountain in our courtyard. So that was my big moment. Oh, yay! It's the most beautiful building in Santa Barbara. Yes, it is. We got to go. Santa Barbara, we love you. Tune in next week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow.